welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tom Vergus, and again, I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. Tom, I believe there was a big event just recently, so congratulations and happy birthday. Thank you very much. Yes, the big event was turning 60, the big six zero. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Six decades on. Yeah. So still a spring chicken. Oh, yes. <laughs> it depends on which, which way you look at it. <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about today? I actually wanted to talk about turning 60 because it has been quite significant for me Mm. in my my thinking. And I wanted to share this uh, with our listeners. So within the Indian uh, culture, in fact, turning 60 is quite significant, Mm. okay? Because it is what they call the age of renunciation. So in the Indian culture, they talk about your first 20 years as being for yourself or you're kind of growing. 20 to 40 is when you're looking at the whole establishment of family, career, etc. Then 40 to 60 is when you're really establishing the family, your kids are growing up. But 60 onwards is the beginning of where you start renouncing. And at 80 is when you're going to complete renunciation. Hmm. What does that mean, renouncing? Well, you know, you start giving things up, right? Rather than accumulating, Hmm. you're actually moving things away. I mean, so in other words, you know, you actually don't need to accumulate. Mm. You, you've accumulated enough. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take it with That's you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to start thinking about that. Mm. Yeah, so we, 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 um, we had a big party uh, for the 60th, and there were a number of things that came out of that party which I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. and talk about and this was based on some of the feedback that uh, we had from my friends who were there we had about 120 people or so um, so here's the first thing the first thing that people said was how much fun it was to be at a dance party <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> because they said you know, we don't dance today yeah. uh, perhaps the young people dance but you know maybe in this generation like where I am you know people said we just don't dance enough so we had a three people band mm. which were actually were my friends yeah. <laughs> doing a fantastic job jazz band and then we had a disc jockey and people just had a lot of fun mm. you know in terms of dancing so that was kind I of imagine <laughs> that would have been fun yeah yes. it was really good fun <laughs> I would have and enjoyed that the dj was fantastic <laughs> he was a 70 year old man oh. and you know he had his amazing set of music and he had everybody on the dance floor yeah so that was that was one kind of thing the second thing that really was useful in terms of feedback was um, I had my family here with me because my family had joined. My siblings all came with their families from around the world. So they came specifically. Uh, we had a family reunion here mm. in Australia, and they came specifically for the party. And then, because I've been in Australia now four decades, mm-hmm. so I had people here who were who I had met from my student days. You know, from that, like what I call my Malaysian group. I had people in the 80s who were people I worked with at that time, people I worked with, some of them in the 90s, and I went back to school, people who I met while I was studying, and then, of course, people in my consulting practice that I have met along the way. So the thing that struck me was the number of people who came to me and said, 
wow, it's amazing that you have maintained relationships with all these different people through the ages. Uh, because they all said, you know, we don't. Like a number of people said, I don't know anybody I worked with in mm. the 80s. I've lost contact yeah. uh, with them. And so it really struck me, actually, the importance that of having relationships, right? And how that actually it adds a richness uh, to our life. And one of the action steps that a couple of people took from that party was saying, I'm actually going to reach out to people that I've lost contact with. Reconnect. And reconnect. Mm. Okay. That was a really nice kind of thing. So but, it inspired yeah. some action it with did. people it, by having fun. Yeah, it did, Jürgen, which was really nice. Mm. The third thing that kind of came out, uh, came out of it was really because uh, my family were here and my family did this amazing dance, right, which was a complete surprise to me. <laughs> Fifteen of them, they had choreographed this yeah. in the week that we were away up on the Gold Coast, and they did this as a surprise for me. I was completely surprised. It was an amazing dance. But what it highlighted for the guests was, as a family, we get together every two to three years. We meet somewhere in the world because it's the only time the cousins get to meet each other. Mm -hmm. And it's a commitment, right? We make a commitment uh, to it. And what people got to see was, wow, family is really close. Mm. And what a difference that makes. A couple of actions that came out of it were... People who came up to me and said, I don't have a relationship with my siblings. I'm going to reach out. Yeah. I had someone else who came to me and said, we're having an estranged relationship with their parents. They said, I'm going to reach out. Mm. And again, so it was really surprising for me, the impact mm. um, that it had. Mm. So how did that make you feel I know in terms I of... Like you probably got lots of gifts, right? But to oh me, to yes, me, I, I think did. that was. I mean, there's a that's a big gift to see that you know just by celebrating your birthday, you've inspired other people to do some things to that, do some other things. Mm. Yeah, and the fourth thing that occurred was my immediate family spoke, my siblings all spoke, but also my my two kids, my wife spoke, and my son, who's sixteen, actually opened. Uh, by demonstrating about some of the uh, mental health issues he's been uh, mm. dealing with this year at 16. Wow. Um, and he was very open about it. He demonstrated vulnerability. Mm. And Jürgen, he had people in tears because of his openness. And again, that created a whole different environment mm. within, the, within the party. And because it, it gave people permission, I think, to again yeah. have that uh, conversation uh, piece, and that was also very, very special um, to to kind of do that. And then the final final piece for me was really around how at um, because I have a lot of friends who are at all not interested in in, in celebrating sixty. <laughs> <laughs> They said, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm 60. I'm just going to go get down under the radar. <laughs> Whereas, pretend, it, <laughs> pretend it didn't happen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, whereas I looked at it as, I look at it as it's a milestone. Mm. 
are there many people who haven't made it to this? That's right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. So, consideration. I think, well, I've made it to here, uh, so which is, uh, which is uh, great. I mean, amazing kind of blessing, really. But that opportunity to firstly celebrate something, uh, be to acknowledge all the people in your life that have made a contribution to your life. Mm. Because what it made me realize when I was talking about, in my speech, I talked about the different groups of people who were all there and how we were connected. I actually, it occurred to me that, in fact, one's life is based on a lot of the memories, but it's actually the shared history. In other words, if you have something that you can share a story with and you go, oh, remember that when that occurred, that gives some that that brings it to life that that shows that that thing really happened mm. because otherwise it's just you mm. i mean you, you could just make it up so that ability to share with people was really um that was an important lesson for me mm. so yeah so those were the things that came out of the uh, came out of the party and when i was reflecting on how do we do this as a podcast and is it worth top you know, as a topic yeah, yeah. and how does it link to leadership Mm. And how does it link to cultural intelligence? I thought the, the 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 remnants out of it was as a leader. One, as a leader, we need to be conscious of how do we ensure our people are having fun. Yeah, right. Because fun is important, mm. right? I mean, you know, it gives us joy. How do we how do we make sure we're having fun in the group and whatever that might look like? Because you know, of course, in different yeah. cultures. Fun looks yeah, <laughs> can be completely yeah. can be different. Mm. So how how do we have fun? Two is as a leader, how do I actually maintain relationships with people, mm. especially as you're journeying through the different aspects of your career? Mm. You know, there's that old saying: "Be careful who you step, step on, on on the way up." Right? Yeah. I just thought of that one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you meet them on the way down. Absolutely. <laughs> so the importance of relationships and le- really leadership is all about relationships. Because mm. how do you get people to do things? The third thing as a leader is actually the importance of ensuring that there are connections. Like, you know, how do you get your family or your close mm. people involved in whatever it is that you're doing? Because, you know, you are just not an individual by yourself. Your family inevitably gets involved. And all leaders know sometimes the families make huge amount of sacrifices yeah. to enable you as a leader to be uh, successful. The fourth thing was... My son's uh, uh, story demonstrated the importance of vulnerability Mm. and that, of course, Brené Brown talks a lot about that, around the importance of uh, vulnerability. And I actually saw it in play Mm. uh, and the impact of that. Um, You know, and the fifth thing, I think, around being a leader is, is that aspect of actually looking at how do we create, uh, how do we celebrate milestones how do we create experiences for our teams, for our customers, for our suppliers? Yeah. So that, you know, in some way we feel like we're all united in, in, one, in, in one adventure. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. Um, for me, I know I'm as guilty of this as anyone, that, you know, we're so busy, we keep moving forward. And we kind of gloss over our achievements or the achievements of others and forget to do that celebration. And as you've mentioned on, you know, in the example of your 60th birthday, just by celebrating, they're actually 
a whole bunch of things that happened that inspired other people to do things, mm. which is all about leadership. Mm. Right? Yes. And, and you know, I, I mean, I was tearing up before when you talked about your son mm. sharing his, his challenges and his learnings mm. so openly and that vulnerability. So, yeah, I can imagine that is very powerful to, you know, take the time, have that celebration. So how, how do you see that playing out in, in a, say, a corporate environment where the leader has... Um, has a team around him. The other, I mean, the other thing that occurred to me there was surrounding yourself with good people. Yes, yeah. I think surrounding him or you know surrounding him or her hmm. uh, with good people is obviously critical. And with that team of people, how do we ensure we celebrate? You know, how do we have deep relationships? How do we have connections? How do I, as a leader, also have the ability to be vulnerable hmm. uh, with them? How do I get them to recognize that they are all part of the story uh, of how do we how do we have you know whatever it is that we want to achieve, but that we do this together and if we do it together, we're all going to have a lot more fun. And at the end of the day, of course, you know, of course, when you get to that age of sixty, you know, you you do start looking at. Uh, you're kind of on the other side of the hill, right? Mm. <laughs> Not in a negative way, yeah, yeah. You know, but you're on the other side well, of the as, as a cyclist, downhill's always more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, i got to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think, like, you know, because you're on the other side, coming on the downhill sli- side of the mountain, it also makes you far more appreciative. Mm of the time available and and what's the impact and what's the legacy and how do we make sure we leave something in you know in a better way and mm. i think that that's and i think all leaders have that really yeah. deep down how do we leave the place a better you know in a better place mm. so with all that reflection you've had based on your 60th birthday this kind of new phase of life that you mentioned and and all those learnings out of your celebration what What's on the horizon for you? What's on the immediate horizon for you? Well, I think the the things I'm looking at is really uh, ramping. I think I'm, I'm I'm going to focus a lot more on the executive coaching work because I think that is really something uh, I I feel that that's a lot of things I can do in that space. I can contribute more uh, to that, and then there's a few other. Th- Things that are just at this stage bubbles in my head, mm-hmm. thought bubbles. Um, and, you know, I'll see if I can pursue that uh, as well. Um, so one thing for, you know, is that the reason why I've survived as an independent consultant for 27, 28 years has really been the ability to reinvent so reinvention is a strong a strong suit with me, mm. uh, and it could be different topics, different areas, and different er- and things that interest me. Yeah. So I, I always pursue things that interest me because then it makes it fun for me. Mm. So watch this space. Okay, <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. Okay, look great. Forward to hearing more. Good. So what's the reflection point for our listener out of this episode, Tom? I think the the things that we talked about. How are you celebrating? How are you looking at building relationships? How are you creating connections? How are you, how you uh, demonstrating vulnerability and how are you getting your whole team on board? Mm. I think those would be the, the key points that I, I'd like to leave the listener with. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks. And again, happy birthday. Thanks, Jürgen. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. 
To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.